What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Wilton, joined by Detective Wilton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how I believe that our current presidential administration has been the most dangerous on our law enforcement community. And I've titled today's episode, The Biden Administration's Crime Solutions, Creating Problems That They Can Solve for Police Officers. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, anything we're about to say, of course, is the thoughts and opinions of my own and do not reflect that of my husband nor his department. Okay, so there's this article that had come out, and this says Biden administration announces $334 million to hire police officers and improve security at schools. Clint, in your opinion, why do you think that this much money is being put forward for our law enforcement officers? Because the government depleted it on so many levels over the last three years. Oh, there you go. Gold star just for you. <laughs> it's, I mean, so actually something really interesting that I wasn't even sure about. So LAUSD almost disbanded, completely disbanded their um, school police department. And they were transitioning into like a private security type concept with it. So they reduced their staffing substantially and officers left that location. Like they didn't want to work in that dynamic anymore. And, and so now it's completely shifted to where you go back one, two, three years ago that they, they were almost out of a job. So there was no job security. There was nothing there for them. So they, they had to seek outside employment to go to a different law enforcement agency. Well, now there's so many problems happening in the schools. There's no one to investigate these child abuse claims of the, the for teachers who are mandated reporters and all that stuff. So that was falling upon LAPD. Well, LAPD is super understaffed too. So they weren't even being, they weren't even able to respond to those calls. And so these claims were taking months and months to even have someone respond to, to investigate them. And that's where the school police comes in and they investigate that, some, that, that stuff themselves. And it's just, we've politicized crime in our country so much that it's a, it's, it's creating a, you know, it's a us versus them mentality. And so now they're trying to backpedal and say, oh, well, we, we said this, but we didn't really mean it. You know, it's. In my opinion, this Biden administration is single-handedly responsible for vilifying the police to the extent that they have and creating the problems that they have. And very much with intention, because now they can come in, swoop over, and save the day with $334 million. This says the Biden administration announced Thursday new funding that will go toward hiring more than 1730 law enforcement officers in an effort to reduce crimes across the United States. So let's pause for a second here, because I remember making it okay for hoodlums on the street to riot I remember all of these celebrities coming out, posting bail money for these hoodlums that were riding on the streets. I remember none of them receiving any kind of real law crime 
stamp on their record. I remember defunding the police. I remember pulling them out of the schools. I remember police officers taking a knee. Oh, God, I hated seeing that. And I do not recall a single time, which I've been paying very close attention to, when this administration has done anything in support of our law enforcement and law enforcement agencies. No, I mean, uh, apart from just saying, oh, here's some some money. I'm now saying that. Yeah, exactly. Because they've realized like their whole mindset isn't going to work. Like you can't recreate. This is not a new thing. Like police agencies have been around for for as long as it goes back. Like you have to have someone there to keep the peace, to investigate crimes, to do this. And you can't have somebody that's untrained as a security personnel to come out and affect that arrest and to deal with it. Because in that instance, and we've talked about this before, is you have these people who are non-sworn doing this stuff until they get assaulted. And then it turns into more and more crime rates going up because they're not going to have that dedication to say, Oh, that person's shooting over there. I'm going to run into that to go deal with it. They're going to sit back and I don't make enough money for this. Like that's, that's kind of that dynamic that our government has created for it. And, you know, there's those of us who've been in law enforcement for numerous years and we do that because we know our value. We know what we can do, but it gets disheartening when you don't have support from the highest levels all the way down to the local levels. I think that what has changed in the past three years under this administration is we, we think of that, the big guy sitting up on his high horse in his kingdom, and he was looking far into the vastness of his kingdom, and he couldn't see any dangers, right? Because he's surrounded by safety and security, because those people that he took for granted, they're out there fighting the wars for him so that those hoodlums don't come crashing down the doors of his kingdom, And when defund the police happened, all of a sudden, sitting up there on his high horse, he can see that those threats and that danger is getting closer and closer and closer to his inner circle. And I think because of that, now that it's become personal, and it shouldn't be personal, right? This is just the reality. When you have allowed open borders and you've allowed crimes such as murder to become literal slap on the hands, I can't even believe what's taking place in California with with the um, penalties for high-level crimes these days. What else would you expect? But I think the main, I don't think this is the first of what we are seeing with all of the, let me create a problem so I can solve it. I think that the closer and closer that we get to next year, these next 12 months, let's brace ourselves, you guys, because these next 12 months, I think we're going to see a lot happen. A lot of the backpedaling, a lot, a lot of shenanigans, I would, I would imagine. I think that the closer and closer we get to this gap of 12 months closing, we're going to start to see things of the likes that we've never seen before. And that's not a fear tactic. That's just me, I think, being reasonable in seeing the pattern of this administration. And I think that it's something for us to find important enough to voice our opinions about, for us to be vocal about, for us to realize how ridiculous this is. Because I'm thinking about that $334 million. That's not a lot of money when it comes to 
helping to enhance the police departments across the nation based on the detrimental defects that have been caused because of things like defund the police in the past three years alone. That is literally a drop in the bucket. That might be a valid resource for a single department for a few years. It, I mean, you look at what our government's given to these these countries in which have wars currently existing in within for themselves and the millions and millions of dollars that they've given to them and $334 million. Like I was just kind of doing some figuring. If you break that down by all 50 States, say you gave 5 million per state, that's 250 million. So right. Is that no? Yeah. 250 million. So now if you enhance that, say, to equivalent the $334 million that's there, like 90, 134 agencies are within my LA ICAC task force in which I work. 134 in LA, Ventura, and San Bernardino counties. Those are three counties within California. And these are just members of the LA ICAC, right? So do you think that every agency is going to be touched by any of this money or they're going to see any impact of it? An officer's, uh, a typical cost for just hiring one officer is between three to $400,000 for training, for salary, for uh, health benefits for everything to, and then also the recruitment process leading up to that. So how fast is that money going to go? And that's just for one agency, for one officer. Like, well, and then consider we've talked about the, the tactic. There are currently like police agencies that are running, um, these job, job fairs. And there are agencies from other States coming in to try to hijack these recruits from these job fairs. That's how difficult it is to even recruit police officers in the first place, which is why there are such high incentive bonuses. Which I, I know of one agency, they're accepting, depending on your years of service, a lateral transfer, starting a, a $60,000 sign-on bonus, depending on your longevity within the department you work, it could be up to $120,000 that you would receive if you lateral to that agency. So when you think about the small amount of money that they're trying to make seem like is something, it's nothing because they can't even recruit police officers as it is, Right. Now, if they had worded it a little bit differently, like $330 million in order to help with recruitment, like that maybe would have been a different tactic. But it's laughable to think that they believe this money is going to do anything in order to help to enhance any police department. It's just, it's a show tactic, a show tactic that we're going to see on repeat for the next 12 months. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.